how many times Sylvester Stallone played a cop and or police officer. Way more than we ever expected. We were going to do, you know, Frank from Long Island. We were going to talk about gritty cop movies. And then it just got me thinking. <laughs> yeah, Anthony, it's, it's more. I'd, I'd say you're warm, but we're not there yet. Five to ten, there's more. So, okay, no more suspense. The correct answer is, and we're, we're counting TV too. We should have reiterated with that. Thirteen and a half times Sylvester Stallone has played a cop and or police officer. Can you list them off for us? 13 and a half times. Yes. I know Cobra is one. Cobra is one. Okay, here's the list. I'm going to read it in no particular order. He played, JJ got some of them ready. He played a cop in Copland. He played a cop in Demolition Man. He played a cop in Tango and Cash. He played a cop in Nighthawks. He played a cop in Judge Dredd. He played a cop in ICU. He played a cop in Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. I can't read this other one. While you're get, while you're fixing glasses, yeah. do you know how do you know how Stallone ended up doing Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Did you know that was all because of a prank from Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Arnold Schwarzenegger got sent the script first and had his agents or his PR people put out a story that he was wanted to do cop or my mom, his or my mom will shoot possibly <laughs> was considering it. And Stallone's people heard that and decided to like sn- sn- uh, wow. scoop up the script and he ended up doing it. And that's <laughs> how we got that classic <laughs> when, Estelle Getty classic. When multimillionaires prank that prank each other. We all lose. <laughs> yes. All right. So yeah, he played a cop in ICU. He played a cop in stop or my mom will shoot. Yeah. How did you forget that, JJ? He played a cop in Bullet to the Head. He played a cop in, what's this one called? Oh, where'd it go? Reach Me? Is that, like I said, Stallone had a, yeah. had a straight to video yeah, phase. Yeah, it's called so. Reach Me. Then he played a cop in Cobra, which we talked about. He played a cop in a film called Backtrace. Then the half is he almost played a cop in Beverly Hills Cop. He turned down the role of Axel Foley. Mario reminded us before the show that he thought it had too much comedy in it. So, And then he played a cop, Detective Rick Daly, in Kojak Bang Bang. Stallone is, I think, well, I mean, most big actors are known for turning down big roles, I guess, if you're in, in that world. Yes. You're going to turn down some stuff or miss out on some stuff. He turned down Tarantino twice. Which sucks, because I would love to see him in a he Tarantino wanted Tarantino movie. wanted him for Butch in Pulp Fiction. Oh, that's right. He was the first choice, and then he wanted him for Stuntman Mike in Death Proof. Oh, I didn't know. When is Stallone going to be in a Tarantino? You got one more shot. This has to be it. He has to get him in. Man, that would be great. And then the final time Sylvester Stallone played a cop was actually his first time he played a cop was in, ironically, police story. He played a police officer called Elmo Rocky Caddo. Is this Jackie Chan's police story? <laughs> no, it's the, the show. Oh. Yeah, the show. The one with Leslie Nielsen? <laughs> That's Police Squad. Oh, okay. <laughs> which, <laughs> which is gave birth to a great set of films that we all still love to this day, Naked Gun. But I remember watching Police Squad on TV when that first dropped, and I was just so happy. It's like, it's like Airplane. (laughs) 
really good. So, but let's go over some of the cop movies. We were going to talk about this, but Copland was so good. To me, that was probably, we got Sylvester Stallone going back to his first blood roots. He played a very simmered and vulnerable version of a cop rather than the Cobra that we all knew. And He gained and like 40 pounds for that role. He gained 40 pounds. He 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 was very subdued. He was the one that almost felt like he could get bullied. Like he felt like he was usually he feels like the threat. He's the disease. You're the disease, he's the cure. Yeah. But in this one, he felt like the mafia easily could take him out. And he, and then he even gave himself a handicap, right? He gave himself a hearing problem. That mm. was such a great movie. Isn't he like have a broken nose for half the movie? Yeah. Yeah, he did. And I don't know if that was a shoot and they just wrote it into there. But, yeah, obviously that was really, to me, that was like one of my favorite iterations of Sylvester Stallone as a cop. And I know saying that is entrenching on some pretty serious ground when we just covered Cobra not too long ago. <laughs> well, no, it makes sense. I mean, that's that's the trajectory of any kind of thing like that. You do the cop, you do the cop, then you do the deconstruction of the character you've played in the past. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, exactly. I, I think I feel like exactly that's what the route he was going. Uh, JJ looks like he's a big fan because when he said most importantly, I am the law judge dread. Yeah. He's that movie would have been over if he'd have kept his mask on. Oh, I remember you saying that. That right? was kind of the issue with if he, if he had not taken off his mask, it would have been way over. But, uh, you know, that was a comic book movie from the, that was nineties, right? Yeah. Was that nineties? Uh, what are your feelings on tango and cash? Well, <laughs> I have a complicated <laughs> relationship with that movie. Because Wait, I, say that straight so I can use that later. <laughs> I have a complicated relationship with Tango and Cash. I think it's a good movie. I like pretty much everything about it. I just feel like Stallone and Kurt Russell together was too much. <laughs> it's too much 80s. Had it been one of them and then someone else... Uh, you know, in the other part, it would have been perfect, <laughs> but it was almost just like, this is like, you know, the way, uh, we have, uh, Brad Pitt and, uh, DiCaprio and once upon a time in Hollywood together, yep. but that worked because that was, I mean, it was different. This is almost just too much 80s star power <laughs> that they detract from each other. You know, <laughs> it's two suns next to each other and it's too bright. <laughs> so you could have taken out. Uh, Kurt Russell or Stallone replaced them with um, whoever else was you know doing stuff at the time. I think it would have been a better movie, but the fact that they're together sort of makes it an icon. Yeah, but I think it's too much. I think it's too bright, and I think there's too much. They're both sort of like over in the movie. No one is sort of taking the abuse, and no one is sort of like the brunt of the joke. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, the biggest difference in that movie... It's like you're eating a Snickers and a Baby Ruth at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're taking bites. You're just holding them together in one hand, and you're just taking two bites. And it's like, this is good in theory. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. And that 100% makes that analogy make sense. Yeah, I, I feel that. It's yeah. too, like JJ said, that's too OP. The only thing that was the big change was Stallone. They were both kind of gritty, and Stallone decided to be the clean-cut 
Right. He, ca- he one, cast right? against type, but Kurt Russell is not cast against type. He just feels like what Kurt Russell would, pay, would yeah, play. Yeah, he played like it felt like Jack Burton. Exactly. If Jack Burton was in that cop movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I have a good relationship. Well, I have a good memories of that just because later on. The truck at the end is awesome. Yeah. What a great good. gimmick. I love that. Yeah, that was really good. I love Bobby Zadar, obviously, being in there. Bobby it's, Zadar, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I would like to think he'd be a friend of the show. Like we'd be able to have him on. Like we had, because we used to talk on the phone for hours, and it's really weird for me to like even think that how did this time period for two years in my life that I became phone friends with Maniac Cop? <laughs> it's just so so weird to think that that even like that feels like did that really happen? Yeah. So, but having him in there because you know he used to be a Chippendale dancer. <laughs> Really? Yeah. He told me all about that story. And then if you if you look around, you find some pictures like that. He's a handsome bastard, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then he became Maniac Cop. But anyway, yeah, that's the good part of Tango and Cash. What about, I think, obviously, it goes without saying, we, we both love Nighthawks. I mean, mm-hmm. seeing Stallone, 70s Stallone with the hair and the glasses, Rutger Howard, the dancing. Who didn't, you know, friend of the show, Blake, the, we were going to set that music to that scene in there, right? I mean, that was really good. Yeah. That felt like 70s. That that gives me the same feeling of Stallone and Nighthawks that I get thinking of Travolta and Blowout. Yeah. It was just like, this is when they, they were like, they were in the craft. They weren't characters. They were like, okay, and now I'm going to play, I'm an actor, and now I'm going to do this role. Yeah. So that was always the best part of that. that. What about uh, Demolition Man? How? What are your feelings on Demolition Man? I think Demolition Man is one of the greatest films of, of all right. made by humans. <laughs> and it only gets better. That's a classic that ages like a fine wine. It's yeah. so good. The satire has become even more spot on. Um, it's great. It's great. I think we might have to... I was thinking about maybe we, I take for a spin in the new car because it definitely feels like it has that autopilot. Is it give me a ticket every time I curse? Yeah, exactly. You got the three shells in there? I was going to say, does anyone ever see three shells and not think of that scene? Have they ever figured out, like, has, like, Mythbusters or anything ever figured out what the deal is behind the three shells? I don't... They'd get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do... You can't show that stuff. Oh, man. Obviously, I don't think we need to go over Cobra. We did a whole Christmas special on how much we uh, loved Cobra. We'll just say, Cobra, please give us the director's cut. Yes. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. I, I, I would take that. What about uh, the ICU? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull that up while you're thinking. Do you remember ICU? No. I like Again, I, Stallone had a little bit of a straight-to-video phase. He did. Uh, in between his comebacks. So uh, that was one of those. I don't... I don't. Oh, they rebranded it uh, Detox. Right. There you go. I didn't. <laughs> so if you go to Redbox, it's called Detox. Yeah. A lead detective being stalked by a serial killer is asked to check into a clinic treating law enforcement officials who can't face their jobs. I thought maybe like he was playing a blind gimmick or something. Oh, no. he Was he protecting somebody who was doing a blind gimmick? I actually never saw it, but I know I remember the, the, the box cover. It's Charles S. Dutton in that. Chris Christopherson's in that. All right. To check that out. And Tom Berenger. Jeffrey Wright. Stephen Lang, it's a pretty thick cast. Yeah. Robert Patrick, all right. That's a 2002, though. That So that was, he was doing a straight-to-DVD phase when streaming was still still in its infancy, right? Still very much in Yeah, I mean, that's pre-streaming, I, honestly. I think that's, yeah, Netflix was still sending discs in the mail at that, that time. Yeah. 
What about Reach Me? Do you know anything about Reach Me, Stallone? No, I think the, that's another straight-to-video era one. Let's see. 2014. Any... American drama directed by John Heard. The film star Stallone, uh, Kira Sedwick, Terry Cuse, Thomas Jane is in this as well. A plot revolves around how self-help book inspires a diverse group of people. Journalist, editor, former inmate, hip-hop mogul, actor, and undercover cop. Oh, so is... 50 if, Cent? Is he in that? Nelly. 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 <laughs> Nelly's in that. Terry Crews, Danny Trejo, Danny Aiello playing a priest. Oh, maybe that's what we should have did. How many times has Danny Aiello played a priest? <laughs> Here's one, if you're counting at home. <laughs> I mean, he's always playing a priest or a restaurant owner. Yes. <laughs> Every time you look at him, who doesn't say, should we get pizza tonight? Yeah. We probably should get pizza. <laughs> he looks like he looks like pizza. I mean, he yeah. looks like you'd want. he makes you want pizza. He does, for sure. But yeah, I, that's... and. Kojak and Police Story, that's when he was still kind of breaking into Hollywood, so it was a little bit different. But yeah, that's a pretty... You always buy him as a cop. Always buy him. And we're not even counting that times that he played soldiers, obviously, or uh, Ravengers. Or boxers. You know, boxer. Or <laughs> boxers. PTSD Vietnam vets. I'm really curious why he said no to Quentin Tarantino, but not no to Marvel. Hmm. Like James Gunn convinced convinced him where Tarantino couldn't. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Stallone is is an auteur. He likes to have creative control. Yes, yeah. Um, I think probably in Marvel there's room for him to have creative control of his character, but Tarantino's not going to give you creative control of your character. No, no. It's like, <laughs> you read it the way I wrote it, and that's all, and that's it, and that's all that's going to happen. Stallone. Does Rocky. he ever give? Uh, does he ever give the actors just like a, what do they call those, a tornado take? Well, no, the tornado take is when you just blow the take on purpose, right? And you just do everything pretty wild. But does he ever give them like just one for them to just let them stretch their chops? I don't. I don't think. I, I, I feel I like I don't, I don't think so. I don't think Tarantino does takes. Mm -mm. He does do it the way I want to do it. And that's it. Yeah. And he's, I love that when he said, he's like, I didn't you know, work so hard to become a director. So I'd be off in like video village. Like a lot of times he says he's like right in their face. Yeah. Like that's gotta be pretty intense. Yeah. He gets in there. If someone's getting choked in the movie, he does the choke. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So, so real quick, we should do this. Uh, let's, uh, of these, of these properties, what would you put as your top three? Stallone properties? No, just these cop ones that we just went over. Stallone cop movies. Yeah, Stallone cop. Top three Stallone cop movies. Number one, 100% Demolition Man. I think that one gets better and better with age. Um, Cobra, obviously, is just a fan favorite and a classic. Should be revisited on a regular basis. Um, number three... Um, that's just kind of a wild card. I don't, I, I'm not sure. Uh, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's I mean, really I, tough. Think, I would say probably Tango and Cash just because it's one of the more well-known ones. But again, you've got to take Kurt Russell out of there first for it to be, you know. Over. Yeah, fair, fair. I think I would go with, I think I have to put Nighthawks at oh, the Night top. Oh, Nighthawks, yes. Yeah, I think right. I got to put Nighthawks up there at the top. Uh, then you're right. I would say probably that 
Copland, and then that tied for third for me is going to be Cobra, Demolition Man, tie for sure. And I hate cutting out Judge Dredd like that. And I even have a soft spot for uh, Stop or My Mime or Shoot. Or unlike the hard spot that you have for Rhinestone. (laughs) Yeah. So JJ would go Demolition Man, Cobra, Judge Dredd. So you see, you're seeing a pattern here of like what's what's hovering at the top. FYI, Stallone's been in 83 movies. 83 movies. What a career, man. 83 movies or TV shows. Yeah. So if you're keeping track at home, we're I think we're we're creeping up at 1.7 million views on TikTok for our our Rocky Mario's machete cut of Rocky. But it really just got me thinking and just like engaging with uh, a lot of people that are posting in there that the Rocky series alone has given him a hit movie in six different decades. Six different decades. That's unreal to think that you're that relevant like that. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, how do you even, like, how would, like, it's something you can't even plan. Like, the closest he came to, like, falling off and it not being a hit was five, right? Rocky five. Like, I think a lot of people went for the nostalgia and they all went, but it was still. Even though it's not, you know, remembered fondly, I think at the time there was a lot of buzz and people just felt a little let down that there wasn't a boxing match. But, I mean, just still, six decades, like, that's unreal. That's, like, lifetimes for people. That's, like, double lifetimes for some people. And that's just the Rocky series. I think he's probably got to be one. He's got to be up there with, like, as one of the most well-known i don't i I don't want to say greatest actor because this has nothing to do with like how good he is at his trade biggest stars biggest stars of all time for sure right yeah he has to be that he's still and now he's he's doing it again bro like you like you love his new show tulsa king yeah tulsa king is now he's becoming a tv star yeah it's time And, and it's and it's working. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm gonna watch. I mean, I know I'm definitely gonna watch. I just haven't started watching yet. You'll like it. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. 